0: We would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognise that sovereignty was never ceded. That we pay our respects to elders past, present and emerging, in particular, we pay our respects to the land we now call Sydney, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation, where we're recording this podcast.
1: I think the good thing about our podcast is like, we have a lot of just garbage and then some... (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. And then some funny bits...
0: To mediocre, a average podcast with just whatever we want to talk about is the content. I'm Tony Hennessy. This is that a burrito. Hello. Welcome.
1: Thank you. Oh, oh to God. me or to the people?
0: Oh, both. Both, okay. How you Hi, doing? Home.
1: Doing all right. How are you?
0: Mate, I bought a dog. <gasps> um,
1: Hello, dog.
0: His name is Butter. He's a 10-week-old corgi, and I tell you what, he is... He is uh, ruining my furniture and shoes and anything of value and it's just excellent. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but think of all the dog spawn con you're going to get. You're going to be a pet barn ambassador before you know
0: yeah. it. I actually went to Pet Barn the other day. It's so fun in there. I was like, oh, my God. You they do like light and easy for dogs. They've got like... Really? Yeah, they're like plans for dogs, food, and then they've got, you know, pasta and like they, some of these dogs eat better than I did at uni slash I do just in general when Tom's not around, you know what I mean? Like dog, it's just so different too. you know, we had a dog growing up when I was a kid, you know, and like the way dogs are viewed now, I think is really different.
1: Yeah, yeah. Wait, so back to the light and easy for dogs, is it like spring rissoles and satay chicken or is it...
0: Thought of. It's like fancy. Fancy. Yeah, and you can like put them on calorie controls if you've got like, you know, a dash hound that's hitting the floor with its tongue.
1: (laughs) See, I've got two dogs. Well, I've recently had it gotten a second dog, but my dog, dog, my first dog, Walter, he won't eat enough. So like he just... And the vet keeps saying to me, oh, if it can feel his hip bones, and that's dangerous. I'm like, I... Try and feed him constantly. I He's wish a I had that
0: problem. I wish I had that problem. I try to feed Tanya <laughs> and she just won't eat enough. <laughs> hey uh, what's coming up the podcast? You ask? Well, no <laughs> one's asked. Okay, there's this like wild thing that they're doing. I think, in Florida with Disney. And if you've ever wanted to live in, like, a housing estate that Disney runs, maybe that's an option for you. Like, genuinely, what? Um, Also, we're going to talk about vibe shifts, and if you don't know what that is, it's coming up soon on this podcast. And then other nonsense.
1: But first, it's the catch up Corner.
0: Oh, it's so, it's so, it's very cosy in here, actually.
1: It is, but I'm very sweaty.
0: Oh, my God. It's like... No, it's so hot and like rainy and sweaty. And just like, ugh, I just want it to be winter. Just no. like be one season.
1: It's gross. Just choose one season, please. I don't know what to wear. I'm just, yeah, I'm bathing in my own juices anyway. I
0: know, and I got a haircut and they've cut my hair too short and I don't, like, I, it's, it's like nothing. Like but it, it keeps getting in my face and it's driving me insane and I'm just like, you know what? You could take away everything I have, but cut my hair wrong, <laughs> I will, you know, I'm like.
1: Are you going to go into like a brave heart moment right now? You can take away. What is it? Yeah, your-
0: literally, literally. I'm so furious about this bloody uh, haircut. I can't do anything about it. Like, what could you do? Well,
1: nothing you could wait oh. you've got many many wigs
0: <laughs> yeah but they're all like <laughs> disgusting I mean they're feral
1: but like <laughs> they're I mean you could Tracy could go for a, a shop to IGA
0: <laughs> well this is true I, I, yeah I mean someone came to the door the other day when I was dressed as Tracy and they said is Tanya home
1: <laughs> uh, it was Tom
0: <laughs> yeah, I was like, no, love. Um, I tell you, if we're catching up, the thing I've yeah. got to tell you is this this dog is the best and worst thing I've ever done. We went to get him in Bathurst, which, and I, you know what? He was the lucky Tom just dropped me a Red Bull like a legend. Thanks, Say Tom. hi on the podcast, Pommy. No? Hey,
1: guys. Oh, there we are.
0: Um, yeah, so he, so the situation was there was this woman that had two corgis and she... She bred them, she gave it a crack and they had a litter. A couple of them passed away, but Aww. she's got two little kids and she was like, I don't want to breed dogs anymore because it's really hard for my kids to let go of these puppies. Of and she said it was too hard for her. And she was like, I've got this one last one. He's a boy, he's a bobtail. You know, he's getting too old now. Like he's he's nine weeks, He like almost 10 weeks. He kind of has to go to an owner now, otherwise he's going to bond to our family. Do you want him? I'll discount him. And I was like... Oh god! It's just that it was in Bathurst, and Tracy's from Bathurst, and I used to go to uni in Bathurst, and he was the last Man, one.
1: Butter from Bathurst. I mean, come on, that's cool. Talk to me. The corgi choice was that because you just want to like keep living out your Queen Elizabeth fantasies, or correct? Okay.
0: No, no. <laughs> Tom and I, of- Tom and I, just are obsessed with corgis. We've been like just DMing each other and taking pictures of corgis for years. So like, we just always wanted a corgi, and just they're very hard to come by.
1: He's ridiculously cute. Oh he's got the tiniest little legs.
0: Oh, my God. He's so chonky. I'm obsessed. Um, What have you been doing? Tell me it all.
1: Uh, well, I recently invested in a <laughs> <an laughs> full body. Now, let's not call it, well, it is kind of like the the burqa version of a burkini, but it's like a men's version, I guess, because part it's of my. a whole body. Yeah, it covers my whole body. So, part of my cancer treatment um, means that I can't be exposed to sun because I'm really susceptible to burning. Oh. Um, and I love the beach. And, you know, salt water is actually really good for you. And it's just so good. Yeah, just good for your body in general. But And mine,
0: don't you reckon? It's good yes. for you.
1: Yeah. I'm so much happier by the ocean. Yes. Um, but yeah, so I, I've invested in like, all, it's not it's a wetsuit. It's kind of like if a rash vest was made in a wetsuit length. And so as a result, on the weekend, I was able to go swimming properly for the first time and spend hours, which was amazing.
0: Because you're like, I cannot get burnt. No target like, me burnt. Is touching the sun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, like, I, I
1: bought the most expensive one I could. So it was like SPF fifty and yes. it's like designed for surfers. And but I did try and fit into my wetsuit that I had when I was um 16 years old. That was oh. like, how would
0: you do that to yourself?
1: I now understand how ladies feel when they put Spanx on. Um, <laughs> but I, yeah, so, yeah, I was just really happy to be in the water again thanks to my little uh, male full body rash fest. <laughs>
0: so I want to live near water so bad, but it's so expensive in Sydney.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: So and, maybe I'll go to Wollongong.
1: Yeah, oh, you know what? I would live in Wollongong. I love Wollongong. Yeah, let's get moved to Wollongong.
0: Oh, my God, should we start a cult in Wollongong?
1: Well, we didn't get the keys to the city of Newcastle, but I reckon we could try the gong. Why not, why not? Let's move so down.
0: We, do you have any connection to this place? Like, yeah, I've driven um, through it a few times. You guys got a, got a great KFC, please.
1: <laughs> listen to I-98. No, that's Nara. I don't know. Anyway. No, I-98. Is, that, is I-98 in Wollongong as well? Yeah. yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. I reckon we've got the creds. I Dumb news links.
0: I love it.
1: The, the segment formerly known as Mediocre Headlines, it's basically... Dumb news link. so that we send each other, um, you know, the weirdest news stories we find pretty much almost daily. It's
0: <laughs> just so much fun, isn't it? It's like, it's look
1: at this cooked shit. There's so much <laughs> crap news out there and weird stories. Yeah, but we um, love it. It's like um,
0: our <laughs> favourite thing. <theme.
1: laughs> yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. Definitely a pastime. Um, so my dumb news link of the, uh, of the week is um, a story I found on New York Times about a board man a bored man, sorry, uh, a man who is bored. Yeah, I was um, like, wait, wait. Yeah, okay. <laughs> he's a bored man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a man who is bored who drew on a $1.4 million artwork on the first day of his job. This is the guy. He's a security guard. He actually ruined the artwork. So the artwork is worth $1.4 million. <gasps> Australian. It what? was a painting called Three Figures by an artist called Anna Leposkaya. I don't know if I said that right. You um, might, you might have. You know what I mean. Maybe. You might have. All of it. It's one or I the think other. You do, you do it with conviction. That's what I was taught when I did my ABC radio internship. You just say it and hope that you I didn't get it, it wrong. <laughs> say it with confidence. Anna Leporskia. There you go. The man was so bored in his first day. He got a ballpoint pen and he added two eyes to the blank faces on the paintings. So he made them into smiley faces. Oh, no. So the restoration's are only actually Mm. not a massive expense, fortunately, but they have said that, like, you know, categorically, he's kind of ruined the painting. It was his first day of working there. He was 60 years old, and I don't think he'll be working there uh, ever again.
0: How does someone who's, like, first day come across... An artwork of that sort of magnitude. No one's monitoring it. No one's looking after it. And there's pens somehow in the vicinity of this artwork. Like all of it seems a bit like.
1: So, no. like, we remember that story from a few years ago where that cleaner, she accidentally cleaned the face of the painting off and then she decided to draw it back on. Oh, and, yep, yep, yep. And obviously we know the iconic scene in the Mr. Bean movie oh, <laughs> where, where he draws over Whistler's mother. Um, yeah, I reckon it happens. It must. Well, it obviously it must, must And it
0: does because it's obviously happened. Like, that's wild. And what, like, to me, right, Yeah. like, what was his gig? Was he, like, a curator? Was he, like, a security? I think it was a
1: security gig? guard, yeah. Like, that who? Mm. I know your job is literally to protect the painting. Like
0: <laughs> <laughs> you did the opposite of your literal job. <laughs> Fucking.
1: You know what this thing? What's your story? Well,
0: okay, so mine's a banger.
1: Oh. I- I love a banger.
0: You can't say that of your own work. <laughs> um, but I do often and will continue to.
1: <laughs> hey, you you did far, so <laughs> why <wise laughs> stop now?
0: Okay, so this is the, such a wild story. So Disney is set to open their first residential homes for fans. Mm. Um, the subdivision will be run by trained Disney cast members and offer wellness programming, live entertainment, and more. So think like a like a housing subdivision, I think. Uh-huh. And that's sort of uh what this situation will be. And it's like just Disney-themed living. You continue your experience outside of Disneyland Yeah. to your home life. And I follow so many people on TikTok who just live, like they've moved to Disneyland. So many people moved to Florida. Oh, you mean like to
1: Anaheim or Florida? Yeah, or Toronto. Mm. No? Yeah, yeah. They just yeah, moved people, there. People love to live, and I, you know what? You know, I mean, the if you could live that close to a theme park like Disneyland or Disney World, mm. um, you'd probably get the annual pass. And yeah, it's cheap. Yeah. And like, people just go there for lunch. Like, genuinely, people, people just go there. For I like saw a lady on coffee. Yeah, I it. saw a lady on TikTok who went to go get a bag of popcorn, and I was like. Maybe there's easier ways to get a bag of popcorn, uh, but she has an annual pass, right?
0: Right, and I think it's, like, weird and, and alien for us because we aren't from America. It's, yeah, you know, it's, we have to really, like, if we want to go there, it's an ordeal, whereas oh, if yeah. you live in Florida or if you live in, you know, Anaheim.
1: Just popping into Disney World.
0: Downtown Disney is yeah. available, like which is basically just shops and it's retail and food and it's all kind of half Disney theme, half kind of not. Yeah,
1: you
0: you can just roll in there any day of the week and you don't have to go into Disneyland. It's just in front of it. I it's would sort
1: probably, of, I probably would. I, I would too. Love Disneyland and Disney World. Um, Me too.
0: But would you live in Disney sort of themed accommodation?
1: Yeah. The thing for me, though, is like when my parents first bought their property, my backyard was Australia's Wonderland. And so...
0: Oh, my God, like, Wonderland.
1: We were building... Sorry, this is a really dated reference <laughs> for most people. But you remember Australia's Wonderland? Yes. Um, in Sydney. In Sydney. But so like the space probe was in my backyard. Like not like genuinely my backyard. Like you could see it probably you could see like it. a kilometer away, maybe. But like you could see it. Like and you could hear this. <laughs> just like so,
0: do you reckon they yeah. really thought about the name of that, by the way?
1: The space probe? Space probe. <laughs> I think they did. <laughs> I think they definitely did. I used to remember I went on the space probe a few times and um like Ann Sanders or Ann Henderson, I can't remember which one it was. Did the voiceover did, thing? Yes, yeah, you do the countdown, like the fake seven news story. Because it was yes. Space Probe Seven, that was the, or it became sponsored by Seven. In the That's
0: end. right, and, and, yeah. and it, was, it had that like big narrative.
1: I loved it. You had to like save the world, and they dropped the... you suddenly. Although one time they forgot to drop us when the drop happened, so we saw the video replay, which was weird. Um, I thought, we'll oh cry. my
0: god, I I remember like Hanna-Barbera oh, yeah. Land. It's, yeah. like, it's just such a weird place. I want to go there so bad again.
1: I do too, but yeah, I mean, I, so I have lived in screaming distance of a theme park. And I think it's kind of cool. I it's would, so yeah.
0: cool. But, like, I would just be interested to know what the lifestyle is and, you know, is it sort of like, how do you go to work and sort of be like, hey, Goofy, can you move, please? I actually, <laughs> I'm a, I'm an accountant. Really?
1: I'm
0: yeah, like, do you know what I mean? Like, what's the practicality of it? You know, like, That's what I wonder. And you sort of maybe going through a hard time and, like, do the characters knock on the door? It's like, oh, boy, how are you? It's like, I'm going through a divorce. Oh, boy, that sounds real sad. <laughs> Sorry. <Yeah. laughs>
1: So tan, you know what I like a lot about our podcast is that like we have a lot of crap, <laughs> but then we have, like we have a lot of like weird moments and like funny moments and lighthearted things men occasionally we like to go deep or or sort of like you know challenging um mm-hmm. we've talked about things like liminal space and about manifesting um you know um cancer, oh my gosh, you know infertility we've really talked about everything deep and vibe shifts is something that's come across my um. My world lately, and I was reading about it the other day. Uh, the topic of vibe shifts—it's really quite hard to say, um, but essentially, what a vibe shift is—is is like it's a cultural shift, and it happens between generation to generation. Um, out. Yeah, it does, right? Because you think about it. Like, I'm a gen, I'm a millennial, and then I think about how the Gen, gen X. Um, before me act and how gen z below me act or gen y and i and i sort of sit there and i'm like wow we there is this kind of generational shift but it's not really age necessarily it's more about you know the cultural yeah. political
0: like yeah. it's environmental like it is it is really interesting can i tell you i could talk about generations yeah. all day it's i so would amazing. love to have a podcast i think i've told you this before a podcast and no one steal this because I might do it, <laughs> a <laughs> podcast that's a boomer Gen X, Gen Y, and Z and you have one topic and everyone has their opinion on it. Like I did this show last year uh, it was called Australia now and then, and it was all those different yeah. generations discussing different things, like smacking your kids. Yeah, and right. I guess that's where you can see, you know, a Boomer's like, "Of course you do," and a Gen X is like, "Yeah, you should." And then you see the shift when with a Gen, you know, Millennial going, "No," because they're the they're the people who've experienced it, and they're like, "No, I don't like it. You shouldn't. You shouldn't smack kids." And then Gen Z, this is all like top line, obviously, and there's deeper lines to this. But Gen Z, we were like, "It's child abuse. They should go to jail." You know what I mean? Like you can <laughs> yeah. see the the shift. Generationally, uh, I don't think that's the same as a vibe
1: shift. Yeah, yeah, no, no, but it, it is. And obviously, like, we'll take the moment to trademark that idea, copyright Nova podcast, and it's <laughs> 2022. Um, no, yeah, so like a vibe shift is more about, from what I understand, is more about like a shift in attitude and a shift in how we, what we do and what we like to, you know, how we spend our money, how, you know, what, what political beliefs we believe in. You'll hear the new generation of, of kids being called woke or snowflakes, or you know, mm-hmm. and that is a, a vibe shift because you know the fact that you can point it out means that something has shifted in our societal thinking, yeah. right? I think you know, and and that's why it's kind of cool. But I mean, like, I was thinking about it. I mean, I shift vibes regularly. Like, mm-hmm. if I, you know, if I had a mood ring, it would be like the spinning wheel of death colored death that you see on a macbook because it's not that i'm inconsistent (laughs) um but i i often change my opinion on things or i change me too i think the pandemic uh, almost forced a vibe shift on a lot of people um you know because like even think about the now that we're kind of out of it but not really you know think about even the, the way it's impacted the way we go out or don't go out um then think about like you know, an economic vibe shift. So think about the mm. and money, or what you spend money on that your parents would think is ridiculous. Yes. Like the other day, I went to dinner with my parents um, and some family friends, and my my parents at the end of the night were like, "Oh, that was a really expensive bill," and it came to one hundred and fifty dollars. And I, oh wow,
0: wow, <laughs> that's went, great.
1: And I went, oh, that's good. <laughs> like I didn't that really. That is good. Yeah, and I was like, I was really happy and really satisfied because I enjoyed my meal and I was a nice, yeah. workout, you know. And I'm like, that is that is a great example of a vibe shift and how you know we, um, you know, what our the generation before us consider an expensive use of money or a, or a bad use of money, we think is a good time or a, you know,
0: it, yeah. even like you would you'd say the vibe shift between um, therapy is different yes. you know like my my parents and stuff they're so and and you know my aunts and uncles and stuff they're really like oh you know i think they're getting there but they're very much not as progressive as we are like yeah. i see multiple people for my mental health a week <laughs> you know what I mean? like and they they're like nah <sighs> it's not a necessary expense whereas i go i
1: yeah. need it Yeah, no, no, like therapy is a good one, exactly. And then I was thinking about, you know, myself because I, you know, and I think the best way to sort of see vibe shifts in action is to watch old movies. Mm -hmm. And when when I say old movies, I mean, you know, 70s, 80s, 90s, mm. you know, not super old. <clears throat> but like, you know, in the 80s and 90s, think about how we defined what success looked like in our yeah. lives, right? Like in the 80s and 90s, it was all about the rat race, the hustle, you know, the corporate ladder, you know, everyone was in power suits and power lunches and, and all those things. And then in the 2000s, it became about, you know, work-life balance and like you too can have a weekend and, you know, those things. And now I, I reckon and I, and I reckon, <laughs> I think, um, you know, thanks to 2020, largely in part, I reckon the vibe shift has moved to life before anything. Um, you know, and that, that appreciation you have of life's moments and the freedom of going and doing things in your own volition. And, um, you know, even the fact that like, you know, maybe you don't want to work full time anymore. You don't want a nine to five job. And I think, you know, that in itself is a huge vibe shift because if you try and explain that to older generations who worked, you know, stupid hours for not much money at all, you know, that that would be a real mind-boggling concept.
0: Even older people have so many, uh, you know, they just wear the same thing over and over again because they, yeah. like, you know, grandparents, they're the generation, obviously, of, of, who birthed the boomers, but they're like, they come from an era where they had nothing. And, and yeah. you know, like my nan eats every scrap and just, and yeah. like, not saying we're a more of a wasteful generation, definitely not. But it's changed because of what we've experienced. Yes. You you know what I mean? They also like maybe like it wasn't as modern and contemporary. So like they don't, like they're more connected to where the food came from compared to, you know, like it's yeah those vibe shifts are so evident and so interesting. Like I'm obsessed. I could talk about this all day.
1: I could too. But yeah, I mean, and I just think about it going, I'm like, well, what's my next vibe shift going to be? Like I'm I'm at that stage now where I'm trying to predict what I'll do next, (laughs) which. Yeah. And cancer in itself, <clears throat> you know, has liminal been,
0: space of cancer.
1: Yeah, totally has been a, has been a big one because I sort of sit there and I go, you know, is this what I want? Like, do I want a career? Do I just want to have a happy life? Do what? what do I want to do next? I was reading a um, you know a former journalist that I used to you know work with regularly. He. Mm. Upton and quit his, you know, really successful job with a big company and he's moved to another state and, and he's studying to be a baker. And I'm like, man, I often have dreams of quitting and, and you know, like wanting to become a baker. I'm going to open a bakery by the ocean. I'd probably eat my profits, but like, you know.
0: I've got some bread
1: roll. <laughs> I know. I'm like, screw the profit. I want another croissant.
0: Okay, so this is <laughs> so dumb. All right. I had this idea, right? I saw, yeah, yeah. Okay, when I say I had this idea, I saw and it. for f- one? Well, Sorry. look, my friend, another one? My, fr- <laughs> my friend uh, Jules Jerry is a radio announcer. Uh, she's actually on the Sunshine Coast at the moment. She's a frigging legend. And I saw this on her Instagram. And she basically took this TikTok, you know, thing that went viral and it was just so good that I thought I've got to try that myself. Basically, it mm-hmm. is some audio that is created yeah. from, you know, Google Translate. And it's this, look, this is the message that I've recorded. I'm going to play this. Oh, this is a collect call from Inner West Correctional Facility for inmate Tanya Louise Hennessy. Say yes if you would like to accept this call. <laughs> yes, I'm going to call my dad on my phone, but it's oh I blocked the number and he loves a business call and, a, and it's a lead so he'll probably answer
1: if- what happens after the message do you talk
0: then i'm gonna go dad
1: <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in jail oh good okay. what I've are you i what, I've not what, what of crime did you do
0: i think it's like i was i i, I took i wasn't wearing underwear no what could it be what's my crime maybe i, I you yeah.
1: stole something
0: Maybe I yelled at a police officer. That's <gasps> believable because if when I've got my period, I'm a crazy person. Oh, she's And a then Adam also, when I don't have my period,
1: I'm I'm also, also a monster. <laughs> <laughs> monster, <laughs> monster. Sorry. Okay. Okay. Anyway, okay. Good. All right. I'm gonna quiet. I'm not here. Okay. <laughs> well, do you, do you <laughs> want me to so play mature. in the background? <laughs>
0: this is okay. All right. Here we go. Okay. Oh. Does-
1: does Dad not like private numbers, maybe? I don't answer private numbers. Ugh, he's so uh-huh. annoying.
0: <laughs> I don't answer numbers I don't know either, so I get it. This could not have
1: gone worse, I'll be honest with you. I reckon call someone who you haven't spoken to in a while. <laughs> I can't do that! <laughs> <laughs> well, the more I, As if I would call someone on my... Okay, wait. Well, it's a number that you might remember. Okay, here we
0: go. I'll try my friend Amy. So I've known Amy just a bit of backstory. I've yeah. known her since before I was born. Our parents oh. were friends. Oh wow! So we we were her mum's a librarian, or yeah. her mum. Her mom passed when we were seventeen, and um, so our parents were friends. So we've been friends since the uterus. And she's very sensitive. Oh <laughs> no! no, no. <laughs> oh, she's gonna hate me so much. <phone rings> Hello. Hello, this is a collect call from Inner West Correctional Facility for inmate Tanya Louise Hennessy. Say yes if you would like to accept this call. Yes. Amy? Yes. Um, I'm in jail. Um, I yelled at a policeman and he was, like, really mean and I just had to, like, go him and then they just, like, put me in here. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, all right. Who can I call? Okay, I'm kidding. I'm really sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. i got to do it to you anymore. I'm sorry.
1: Kenya. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. I wanted to hear where that went. Oh my God, am I on the damn podcast?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I fucking hate you. I know. I'm so sorry. I could, at least I didn't hold up for very long, but also could have gone tonight. uh, Unbelievable acting. (laughs) I believed every word. I'm sorry. I fucking hate you. I know. I'm sorry. I'll send you something. I'm sorry. I love you. (laughs) (laughs)
1: It's time for Whatever Happened to, where we dive into the archives formerly known as Google search and uh, search celebrities' names that you just want to know, you know, whatever happened to them. They you know what
0: I love about this segment, Adam, is yeah. that you've explained multiple times. You go, look, this could either, you could either Google this or listen to this mm-hmm. and I know what's easier. Yeah. Googling it.
1: Googling it. Not- <laughs> Or like I said, you could submit a name and maybe eventually we'll get to it. Uh well we do. So Chelsea, thank you, Chelsea, for sliding into our DMs. And she asks, whatever happened to Charlotte Church? Mm. Now
0: that little British kid who was everywhere for ages and then suddenly nowhere.
1: That little um that little British kid. But sidebar for a second, are we somehow accidentally resurrecting has been's careers? Because Oh, I shouldn't say has beens, but uh, the last four yeah. people that we have talked about have actually popped up into the public spotlight again. Oh, isn't it weird? Well, so, like, Mandy Moore joined TikTok the day we asked, <gasps> Whatever happened to Mandy Moore? She knew. She was like, Oh
0: my God, I'm losing relevancy.
1: I know. I, I can hear them talking about it on a podcast with a few thousand listeners in Australia. Um, <laughs> and then um, Josh Hartnett, he's in a new movie on Netflix. And that came out like within a couple of days of us going, Whatever happened to Josh Horton, Hartnett? Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, God, I mean, I don't think the big Arvo is coming back on TV anytime soon. But uh, but you never know. Luke Jacobs, they're talking to you. Uh, so, anyway, whatever happened to Charlotte Church? And who knows? I reckon you're going to see her uh, on Dancing with the Stars tomorrow now because we've said her name. like Beatles, come dancing. Three times. Um, so, Charlotte Church, if you don't know, she she rose to fame as a kid, as Chan said, as a, a famous little kid. Um because of her voice, like she's got an epic, uh, epic voice, and she was eleven years old, and she, um, she sang an Andrew Lloyd Webber song over the telephone on a TV show, and is became that? kind of like an overnight success.
0: I didn't know that's what happened.
1: Yeah, and so she ended up singing at Rupert Murdoch's wedding in 1999, which is a random one <laughs> that started from a from started from a telephone call, and then ended up singing at a wedding, and then the rest is history. She became a, a multi million dollar recording artist. Um, Wow. You know, she's... she's like an opera
0: singer, right?
1: Yeah, like operatic, kind of a bit classical. And then hmm. she decided to ditch it all. She did what I like to call, she did a Jewel, um, the pop artist Jewel, and she turned to pop music. So you know how Jewel kind of had all that like folky, beautiful mm-hmm. music and all of a sudden released this like really trash pop album? Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. And so I think it was used on like a Venus Razor ad for like years and years and years. So Charlotte Church, she basically went to pop and and kind of you know she has she's consistently recorded music for the last few years she's popped out kids she's hosted her own TV show how um, old is she now that's a really good question that <laughs> I'm, I'm
0: sorry sorry sorry
1: <laughs> how googling how old it's a live Google everybody how old how many kids does Charlotte Church have we know she has two I've done all the other research didn't
0: yeah no look I'm not here to 30. pick holes
1: no, she's 36 years old. Charlotte
0: Church and I are the same age. Sisters.
1: Uh, so she's had a couple of kids, Ruby and Dexter. She's hosted her own chat show. She's actually been consistently releasing EPs and albums. You just probably maybe don't know about them. Now, what I found funny was in 2011, yep. she, she successfully sued and won £600,000 in damages what? Get this, by suing the news of the world. You remember that like phone hacking scandal that happened a few years ago where celebrities said like all the headlines in the stories were coming from their voicemails being hacked? Yes. Yeah. So get this plot twist. News of the World, owned by Rupert Murdoch, and she became famous by singing at Rupert Murdoch's wedding 20 years earlier. Whoa. Full circle moment.
0: That's wild. And so she made $600,000 suing that, that yeah. phone hacking yeah. situation.
1: they were hacking her voicemail and they were, I think she said something like 12 or 13 stories appeared in the News of the World that no one would have been able to know had they not listened well, to voicemails. Jesus, isn't that the weird
0: hand that feeds you whatever bites yeah. you, bubble situation. Hand that
1: feeds you, biting the hand that feeds you. Yeah, exactly. And anyway, fast forward to 2022 because that's what matters in a segment called Whatever Happened To. Um And Charlotte Church appeared as the mushroom on the third <gasps> series of The Masked Singer. Spoiler alert if you haven't watched the UK version of The Masked Singer, the current season. She is the mushroom. Uh, she finished in second place to Natalie Imbruglia.
0: Wow.
1: So that's so, a
0: good one.
1: Yeah, Chelsea. Thank you for asking. Whatever happened to Charlotte Church? Um, and how
0: I want to go listen to her sing again. Like, because I, I remember her singing. They're like, P A S O,
1: P A S O. Is that how you say it? Because I didn't say, pie Jesus, Pai Jesus, Uh,
0: P-A-A-Zoo (laughs) P-A-A-Zoo
1: It's really tough That's really bad Anyway, whatever happened to you If you want to know about a celebrity's existence now (laughs) uh, You can't Google it Send us a DM And at MediocrePod on Instagram Or you can send us an email Don't think anyone does that anymore But amediocarpodcast at gmail.com Get
0: around it
1: Um, It's time for the mailbag, Dan. Can I tell you, just that
0: was one of the better segments calling Amy. That was so funny. Okay, yes, let's do the mailbag. It's big, it's thirsty, and it's chunky, and it's got heaps of stuff in it.
1: I like that. Can we turn that into a jingle, please? Uh, I'm just pulling the mailbag up. (laughs) All
0: right, put your hand in there, Adam. See what Uh, you can fish out.
1: I'm worried, to be honest. Put your hand in. in Put in Put a glove on. Now that you have butter, there's a chance that there might be <laughs> byproducts in here. Okay. Oh. Oh. Wow. Okay. All right. So the first topic is deathbed confessions. Now, a couple of episodes ago, we talked about the coffin confessor, mm. and that was one of your uh, bad news. Li- no, not bad news. Yeah. L- yeah. What, what are they called? Dumb, dumb news links. Um. And you talked about the coffin confessor, who's that guy who gets paid to share your secrets at your funeral? We asked, would you pay someone to announce all your secrets at your funeral? And 41% of you said yes. That's, if, high. <laughs> that's high. That's <59% laughs> high. Fifty nine percent of you said no, and I would really want to know, and I'd really love us love people to tell us why they, um, you know, mm. why they would say no. But off the back of that, we said I don't hey, know why they'd say yes. Well, well, I, I think for a lot of people, from what we did see in the DMs, a lot of people were saying that they felt like it would actually help them um, die at ease and not come back as a ghost. Um, oh. you know, that kind of that kind of vibe.
0: But Adam, I'm like one of those people who I would just tell you, I'd be like. Oh yeah. I wouldn't go to bed death to, like you know, if I had the time to tell somebody else, yeah. I could tell probably like tell the life. person, yeah. Yeah,
1: you totally could. So we then offered you a chance to get something off your chest anonymously now while you're still alive. So these names are all anonymous. So they're gonna be and so we asked people to to basically just confess something and um God. so Anonymous said, my partner and I have always hated the idea of maths, the TV show, but I actually watch it in secret while home alone or he's on the night shift. I love
0: like, oh, it's a terrible show, trash. <laughs> yeah.
1: These go from mild to wild, I might say. So okay. Anonymous said, I am a, a nictophile, nictophile, and apparently that's a preference for darkness or the night.
0: Oh. Okay. Oh, like a possum. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that, that's where our mind went. <laughs> like a possum, not a vampire. like A possum. Um, Anonymous said, "I throw my husband's favorite clothing out when he really pisses me off. He often thinks he's just losing stuff." Oh, that's naughty. It's so naughty, but I love it. It's me a. It's very a funny, it's true, isn't it? And this is this one. Like, so I, he
0: thinks he's going insane. Yeah,
1: yeah, he does. He's like, <laughs> I swear, I put this shirt down here yesterday. Oh no. Gosh, wow. He or she is throwing them out. We don't know who it is because it's anonymous. And and I have to, this one, oh, this one got me hard. Anonymous said, I need to tell you the heart murmur didn't kill the family dog. I gave it a chicken bone and it choked. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. I know. And as a dog, and you're a dog mum too now, I'm like, oh. I mean, a chicken oh bone is a deadly God. thing. God. Is it? Yeah. So I didn't know
0: that because, like, yeah. here's a, a vibe shift. I feel like in the In the nineties, people were like chicken bone,
1: yeah, chicken neck. Your dog can eat a raw chicken bone, but it can't eat a cooked chicken bone. Oh. And also (laughs) there are certain bones that are too small that can actually cause them to choke.
0: Fun fact. Anyway, that was exactly, your. Th- this is actually a dog show now. <laughs> this is actually Pause, the podcast for dog owners.
1: <laughs> Not
0: menopause. Pause as in dogs.
1: Pauses as in dogs. Um, uh, another topic in the mailbag was Manifest. Bindi wrote in to us and said, I 100% agree about the show Manifest on Netflix. It's like a car wreck. You can't <laughs> stop looking at it despite it being awful. I thought I was the only one. <laughs> Mindy, <laughs> you are not alone. And I watched every single episode of every single season that's available. And there's a new season coming out too. And I agree, it is garbage, but I watched every episode.
0: It's so soap opera. Oh. The way they look at the camera. And, it's just, like, and the, lingering
1: know, stare, the lingering the, stare. It's,
0: yeah, it's not looking at the camera so much as a lingering stare and yeah. just like really fucked shit dialogue.
1: Yeah, totally. And I thought we'd end on a high um, with a little bit of fan mail. Stacey says, I was listening to your pod at work, catching up, and of course I had my phone open on my desk, and then all of a sudden there was the giant word portable nipple <laughs> emblazoned across my screen when my boss walked over and gave me a what-in-the-world look. I love you guys so much. You make me cackle constantly, but I probably shouldn't be listening in an open plan office.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. Maybe we should name it less... (laughs) <laughs> naughty things so she doesn't feel like what other people don't feel like uncomfortable.
1: Do you see what today's episode's called, Stacey. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: like my best friend now hates me. <laughs> um oh that's so nice though, Stacy. Thanks for listening. And um I say keep listening in your open plan office.
1: You do. And we'll try and be less offensive with our with our episode name so you don't get in trouble.
0: But portable nipple just felt like the right name for that
1: episode. It was so good. We love a portable nipple. Well you do. I do. <laughs>
0: I don't know sense. what
1: that means. <laughs> anyway, that's it for another amazing episode of Mediocre.
0: Oh, now you're giving it some positive feedback,
1: some positivity <laughs> at the end. <laughs> I listened to your feedback and I took it on board. And yeah, we're, I'm changing. Okay. <laughs>
0: I love it. All right. Well, we're out of here. Uh, If you want us to talk about anything in particular, if you want to hear more dog chat, I'm definitely on for it. I've changed. I've changed. You know, someone walked past the other day and I was like, oh, please don't make eye contact with my dog. It's not (laughs) automated.
1: (laughs) You're a dog, mom. I love it. I hate myself.
0: Like I'm that close to getting a shirt with his fucking face on it. I like, I
1: don't know who I've become. Tanya Hennessy. All right. Well, until next time. Bye, bitch. Bye, bitch. That was a tenuous link at best.
0: (laughs) No, but I really am, like, cooked on this dog. I can't leave the house. I'm like, oh, my God, what if it... And I'm like, oh, what? Tom's like, oh, it pooed. I'm like, what's the texture? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, what is wrong with me? He licks his own urine and poo at this point. Don't we all... Well yeah.
1: <laughs> I love how you did said it so with a mouthful of sandwich. <laughs> I just have uh,
0: still not finished a sandwich this whole podcast. A sandwich? The sandwich. <laughs> <The Shandridge. laughs> <laughs>